sassy Little bit crazy, little bit classy We got dreams and we got goals We're just a couple of old sassholes Bam. Hello. Hi. Hey. It's us. Guess who's back? A couple of sassholes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Arufsky. Yes. I'm Brooklyn Maple. And I am Heather Terry. And this is our true crime podcast about fucked up shit and stuff and yes. things that make you uncomfortable and then also make you feel weird because you're so intrigued by it. That's right. What if you were like, this is a sports podcast. We just changed the lines. No, no the look, I have just no got, desire. Like, that was a joke. I would hop off of this rodeo. Faster than what? What an To shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> That's quick as fuck. That's what your dad says. It is indeed. And yes. it's also what Brooklyn says. Yes. Brooklyn's back. I don't like when she leaves, y'all. <laughs> I don't like when she leaves. It's very, very, I have separation anxiety. I was shedding a lot. I was weeping. Shit. I was like sh- I'm shitting a lot because I'm so oh stressed my. out. My belly's upset. Oh my god! <laughs> I miss you too, yeah, sister. See, yeah, don't make me feel desperate. Like meet me in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I hate it whenever you're not here. Yeah, there we go. I just don't whine about it. <laughs> I internalize my pain as I always have. I use words of affirmation, so I would like to hear that you miss me. And you actually did say it, so I did. You I do, did. and I did. You did. Anyway, I appreciate it. Look at that. Already getting yelled at and it's only the first minute in the podcast. Yelled at. Yep. (laughs) Well, we have exciting news. We do. She's engaged. I am. (laughs) Y'all, she got engaged. I did. She did. I got a FaceTime Friday. I had a feeling and then I saw it. So, yes. It was great. It was very exciting. My boo bear popped the big Q. Big question and it was wonderful and exciting and i feel like i've waited my entire life for this man to propose <laughs> or just two years seven months yeah but still i mean it's not like i was waiting for him to propose it's like we started dating but i mean patience is your virtue it's, i'm That's, skilled at it she's very very patient mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes it was wonderful we were at kentucky lake we were doing this glamping trip with his family. I was actually really hoping that he was going to propose when we were camping at Kentucky Lake yes, because you were. we were there for Friday and Saturday night. And then on Sunday, we went to Panama City Beach for mm-hmm. like three days or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just did not care to get proposed to on the beach because I lived in Florida and that was like a whole different life of mine. And I was just did not want to do that. I would have he could have proposed to me at any time. And I would have been just fine. But I was, I was hoping for it to happen at Kentucky Lake. Yeah. And so we were just chit-chatting. I know you didn't ask how we got engaged, but I'm just going to tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Heather didn't ask. I already fucking know I wanted to tell all my (laughs) sassy sassholes what happened. (laughs) And we were staying in this tiny house, which the tiny house was awesome, except for you had to like climb up these ladders, Mm -hmm. like this ladder up to the top. And it was high it looks like it looks like your ears would pop if you went up there it was like at night whenever you'd use the restroom it was basically like try not to fucking die i'm not even like it was we talked about it and we were like i know that's our special place because we got engaged there but we both don't want to stay there (laughs) it's because of the i mean maybe if we were sober but Um, we were like drinking there's no need to have to mountain climb to use the bathroom and it literally felt like that yeah you face or you sent me a snapchat and it was definitely high altitude it was extreme it was like 18 fucking I'm not ladder gonna rings, fucking, up rings up i'm not gonna use a fucking carabiner to take a midnight pee right so. and Mm-mm. and that's what it felt like we needed like mm-hmm. we were canyoneering if you will anyway so we were talking about i was just basically shooting the shit on how much i loved his family and how i love that they like got together and that we were doing this camping trip mm-hmm. and you know and lately i've been just an emotional little lady it's like i found my emotions a few years ago and now i cannot suppress them any longer and I feel, I feel, and I feel hard. And my eyes started doing that thing where they water. Most people know that it's crying. <laughs> and so I went to the bathroom to grab a tissue for the fact that my eyes wouldn't stop watering because oh my of God, my allergies. You blow your nose first. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and I you walked. You blow your nose so loud. <laughs> I do. And it was I probably really made things special for him. And I turned and I was like, I just can't seem to stop crying, you know? And I went to wipe my eyes and I was like walking out. 
keeping in mind it's like six steps to cover the whole distance of the space. And he was like, well, you're about to cry more. And he got on his knee and he was like, will you marry me? And then I freaked out and I go, I don't know what to do. Because I was like, yes, and crying. And he was yeah. like, "You take." I go, what do I do now? And he goes, you take the ring and we put it on your finger. And then I started hyperventilating. Yeah. Like, I don't want to call because like hyperventilating, it was a fucking panic attack. But mm-hmm. it, a panic attack to me has always happened when there is extreme duress in my life. This was the most exciting thing that has happened yeah. besides meeting Heather Terry <laughs> in my whole life. Yeah. And I just fucking freaked out. And I was so excited and I was so overwhelmed by the emotion. And uh-huh. I wanted it so bad that I had a full blown like fucking panic attack Mm -hmm. for about 15 minutes that he like was really like he was about to cry at one little moment and then because I couldn't like breathe he thought I was gonna like faint yeah it was really like classy Mm -hmm. because I can I can't just seem to do anything and not make it awkward gosh I'm so happy it was private oh god forbid that would have been on a camera (laughs) but then we went outside and we were waiting for his son to come out and we were like, how are we going to tell everyone? Because the sun was already down. It's like 945 mm-hmm. at night. So he was like, just go up to my mom and be like, I heard you wanted to see this. And so that's what I did. I walked up to her. I was like, I heard you wanted to see this. Yeah. And she couldn't see anything. But she clawed, like did a quick grab of my hand to yeah. just feel if there was a ring on it. And mm-hmm. then like screamed and made me run inside. And that's whenever I had called you. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> I got engaged. I know. I know. I love that. And I love that. I was trying. I felt bad because the whole time I was like, I love this story. But I heard it. And I was like trying to pretend like I was a surprise again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yay. I mean, I really am excited. And you know that. Yes. I screamed very loud whenever you called and told me. Yes. And then I came into the office today and had a whole bunch of cute shit because it's time to start planning a wedding. And you know how there's going to be there every freaking step of the way. Yeah. I've been engaged for six days and I have so much anxiety over how expensive it is. Fucking A. Like I'm 30, I'll be 36 when we get married. Travis will be 40 and we are just not the people who are like dying to spend $20,000 of mommy and daddy's money or of our own fucking money for that matter to do this. So I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to pull it off. We'll figure it out. You'll pull it off. It'll be great. Yay. (laughs) To spending a shit ton of money for one day. But I'm excited. It's going to be a good day. It fucking better be for that price tag. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. All right. Well, what else is going on? Besides the fact that I have a big old rock on my left finger. Hey. Hey. Well, I don't know how to even come back from that one because that's big news. I just wanted to wish Leslie Leonard a happy birthday. She is one of our favorite honorary sassholes. She is an OG. Oh, the... From like the the minute we posted the first... She's a friend of mine and now a friend of Brooklyn's and we love you. And her daughter turned seven today, which is even cuter. Oh, that is cute. Nora, her daughter sent me a snapchat tell me thank you today when i text her said tell my bestie happy birthday Aww. so it's cute bow, bow. Mm-hmm. how cute happy birthday yeah so we just wanted to say that too yeah and then there was a a story on here about the sweatpants i think you need to tell everybody about what happened with the we won't name names but with one of our listeners ch- children oh shit fire yeah i feel like that one needs to yeah so to i was like what story yeah, i had the, to like think the about it there first in sweatpants which sounds really weird that sounds really really inappropriate yeah. no one of our favorite fans as well i'll uh-huh. just toss a name out there we yeah. have wonderful lovely who has been mentioned multiple times yeah. it's okay she she, she knows mind. she's not gonna mind perfect um at the end of the day i'm pretty sure she's not sharing this on any parent groups <laughs> but she listens to us in the car sometimes whenever she's dropping off her kids mm-hmm. i do not recall how old her kids are because i'm sorry everyone no disrespect to anyone specifically i just suck at guessing how old kids are i, I can't like tell by the way you look i've met her and i feel like she's about probably 10 yeah i would guess about 10 cool i have no guess either way if you're listening with your children, please stop. We take about eight <laughs> seconds before we say the word fuck. So Yeah, well, maybe she's teaching them what life's about. <laughs> and life's about the shit we say here That's on right. a couple of Sassel's podcasts. No, okay. she definitely went and listened to it and then asked a teacher <laughs> about guys in gray sweatpants. She sure did. This 10-year-old little girl <laughs> apparently went to her teacher who then asked lovely correct i believe so she asked lovely she had mentioned all of this right before we hit the road and so i called heather to tell her some other stuff and i was like how funny is that that like a kid went up to a teacher and was like so what about penises and gray sweatpants <laughs> and for all i know i've interpreted this whole story the wrong way and well, i like your version it, but i like it too i like your version so lovely, about it. lovely don't correct us if we're wrong because yeah just let us live in our fantasy that's right this is our world and this is how we want to 
fucking talk about it. Speaking of stupid things, so Heather's like, what what is the banter list that we have today? And I was like, I don't remember. I didn't write anything in it. And she was like, what about the house with the sign? Because mm-hmm. that's all I put on there. And let me tell you guys. Okay, good. Because I don't know this yeah. one at all. This one, yeah, because I wrote it when I was going on a walk. But mm-hmm. Deer Valley is where we live. And I, if you listen to the podcast and you live in Deer Valley, I love you. You're wonderful. Thanks for being who you are. If you're a Karen, it sucks to be a Karen. <laughs> and they are what they are. But there's mm-hmm. this house. Okay. That has a full sign, like not a sign that is like a shitty sign, like a very nice yard sign. Okay. And it's like, smile, you're on camera. If oh. your dog craps in our yard, we have you on camera and we're basically going to. What are they going to do with that? Put it on the Facebook page, I'd guess. And then be like, come pick up this turd. I don't. It what just, are you going to do with that? It blo- okay. I don't know. So I have a corner lot. And one of our neighbor's dogs, Keaton and Megan, like their dog will come and leave the most massive turds in our yard. But we have dogs, so it doesn't really bother us. And if we're worried about it, we just clean it up. Why people get all so intense that they install a side camera? Because they did. They installed a side camera. Wow. And it's like a laminated, nice ass yard. Like it is a nice sign. And I'm just like... (laughs) Like I had to, I drove one day and I was with Travis and I was like, what the fuck did that? And I was thinking when I was walking and I'd like turned back around and we drove up to it because I had to know what the sign said. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, what the fuck? That's wild. What are we doing, guys? Everyone's what are we doing so with our lives? Everyone so is. Up. They need to take a breather, read the book, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, because it has been doing wonders for me <laughs> basically saying like inter- like the internet has created an amazing boom in our like industry and business but it's also created a million psychological issues and that's why so many influencers are committing suicide like there's just too much going on for us to be worried about all of it you gotta let go let go it's fine that's Elsa right. that shit the Elsa that's right yeah you know what I don't want to let go of what is the excitement of the story that you're about to tell me. And also, so Heather got me a whole bunch of ring pops. And I told her I was going to eat a ring pop on the podcast so that she would get all pissy over it. And she did. She successfully did get pissy over the concept. But real quick, if you guys haven't looked at a ring pop in a long time, if you don't know why she got me a ring pop, it's because I'm engaged. I just wanted to remind everyone. I thought these were so much bigger when I was a kid. Yeah. Are you shaming me from the ring pop? No, they. I remember those from when we were younger. And it's probably because, well, I've always had big banana hands. Heather has the tiniest, most delicate no. baby fingers in the world. They're just skinny. Her engagement ring would, would not even fit on my pinky. My pinky's like, <laughs> that's funny. I was that size when I was 12. Well, I'm glad one part of me skinny. I got it. Shut your face. <laughs> anyway, I just remember these taking forever to eat. And I'm pretty sure if I just bit this once, it's over. But tell us the story. I'm excited because I really just get to sit here with my ring pop and have Heather serenade me with the story of sadness and death. Yeah, I don't know about serenade if that's the right word, but we're going to go for it. I'm so excited. And you already know the story. I do. But I think that you might not remember all of the details, so you're still going to be like, <gasps> how do you know I know the story? Because we listened to a, an episode about it together. Oh. Larry Ray and the Sarah Lawrence sex cult. Yes. You remember Oh I'm going to keep going and then we're going to listen for the shock and off. Oh, I always love when I'm like, <gasps> yeah, that's what you're going to do. Okay. okay. Oh, I got a little lightheaded when I did that. <laughs> Golly. The sources, New York Post, Wikipedia, and then I got a ton of this. So if you haven't seen this documentary on Hulu, the stolen youth inside the cult at Sarah Lawrence. So just so you know, if you want to watch oh, it. Oh, fuck. You just figured out what it is. Oh, my God. It just slapped me on the side of my head. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh. Get ready. Henny. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. So, I wanted to say trigger warning. Literally, I don't even go into all the details because they were so disturbing, but, like, this whole thing is fucked up. And I'm not victim shaming whatsoever about any of it, but outside looking in, it's just like, how? And so, there's videos. So, anytime there's videos... And you get to actually see what people are verbally saying happen. And you're like, honestly, what the absolute fuck? Yeah. I mean, this is hard not to victim shame almost, to be honest. Well, first of all, I knew the whole story back when we heard it in 2022. But now I watched the documentary. Ooh. And it's fucking nuts. Oh, they recorded. I think I saw half of it. It just came. I mean, I think it just came out recently. So I don't know. It was really recent. Okay. Okay. I'll be quiet and I'll now let you start. Okay. 
Lawrence Greco, a.k.a. Larry Ray, was born in Brooklyn in 1959. And Ray was his stepdad's name, so he took that. And there's really not much known about his childhood and upbringing, which I think is really odd considering how fucked up he is. Like, you kind of want to know, you know me, I want to know why. And then you can't find anything. But when he was 22 in 1981, he was in the Air Force for a whopping 19 days. So, Ooh, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. a hero. Yeah. Then somehow he goes to work on Wall Street without a college degree and then got in with these super powerful people in New York and New Jersey. So like politicians, high ranking military officials, law enforcement, even the mafia, like big deals. He got married to a woman named Teresa in 1988. Uh, He was 29. And then they had Talia, their daughter, the following year. He begins business consulting, which I do air quotes because, you know, I don't know what that means. And then he's part owner of a nightclub in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Everything about this is already confusing and weird. Well, right confusing. I'm like, how? How? Yeah, the whole thing is. Kind I don't of, understand. Yeah, it's kind of confusing the whole thing. So you, but you can keep I'll up. Buckle I have, up. I'll buckle I have, up. Have faith. You can. You can keep up. Okay. Larry's 41. He was charged with securities fraud with 18 other people, and he pled guilty to accepting a bribe. 2003, he gets five years probation. 2004. He and Teresa have another daughter named Ava. And then she apparently just falls off the face of the earth. Like, you don't hear much about her anymore. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, their marriage fell apart shortly after this. They were already on the rocks, and she filed for a divorce from him. So Larry and now 15-year-old Talia, they both made accusations that Teresa physically and sexually abused the kids. <sighs> so, like, Talia's like, Mommy hurt me. In court, it was proven that Larry coerced Talia into saying all that, and the allegations were dismissed. And then his wife got full custody of both girls. Wow. At least the, the it was proven, and she wasn't, like, arrested and taken to jail. Yeah, but still, that's a bad, like, even if you get, oh, like, honey, found not guilty, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, of like, course. It still looks bad. And during one of the court-ordered visits, Larry refused to give the girls back, which got him six months in jail for contempt and interference with custody. In 2006, he trapped his girlfriend at the time in their apartment, shoved his hand over her nose and mouth, and he was arrested for that. Before they could charge him, though, she dropped the complaint. I don't know that I would do that, but okay, girl. Okay. Cut to 2009. Talia's now 20, and she's a freshman at Sarah Lawrence College, and it's a private liberal arts school in New York. So think about 1,700 students, very famous for producing great artists, performers, and that sort of thing. In March of 2010, Larry went back to jail again over custody of her sister. And Talia is so pro-Larry at this point, it's unreal. She's been convinced that her mother is working with corrupt politicians that have it out for him and he's done nothing wrong. I so, am so intrigued on like... He convinced his daughter... He's been, it's not that hard to convince your daughters of lies, but... but I mean, that one? Who knows? He worked on her for I mean, five plus years saying, though. Yeah. She's like her whole life. Why do the politicians care? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, weirdo. Because he said that he was friends with them or whatever. So, And at the start of the fall semester, Talia and seven of her closest friends win this lottery type situation for on-campus housing at Slonem Woods. So eight single rooms for each student. There's a common area and a living room and a kitchen. Like everybody wants to live in this part at the school. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Here is who all that was like in the house or in the townhouse at the time. And I'll tell you a little bit about each of them as we go along. So some of them fall off, some of them stay, but you guys can keep Can up. you guys hear me nodding my head? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes I do love yes. the, it does make me feel better whenever I, you do that though. <laughs> yes. Yes. Talia, who was a year older than everybody else. And she was kind of the Ling. Re- wow. The mm. Ling reader. She read a lot of Ling, the ringleader <laughs> of the group. Santos was her boyfriend, and he had a lot of mental health struggles. Then there was Daniel, and there wasn't a lot said about him. Isabella, who was Talia's best friend, and she was there on a full academic scholarship. Claudia, super smart, but she also struggled with depression. And then Gabe, Max, and Juliana. This group was like all amazing students. They were kind of introverted. They were super focused on their schooling, but they all bonded over all of this. So they were really close. I'm Googling it. Don't yell at me. (laughs) Okay. I want to see their faces. I can't remember. In September, Talia's like, hey, my dad's getting out of jail and he needs somewhere to go. So he's going to stay here. That's a shit, guys. If there's a table, I'm fucking flipping it. She's like, That makes no sense. Yeah. That sounds very rapey. That sounds yeah. very, I'm going to fuck your friends. 
That sounds very fuck to the fuck now. Right? That's what I thought, too. She apparently talked about her dad nonstop. They would be at parties, and she would talk so much about her dad that she would make other people feel real weird. But they were like, hey, that's our friend. She was kind of in charge, quote unquote. And like, they wanted to help her out, so they went along with it. They were like, that's fine, because they thought temporary. Ew. And then keep in mind, too, they thought he was noble because she kept saying, oh, he fought for me. And that's why he went to jail and her mother was abusive and he got railroaded by the government. So then they were finally like fine. Plus, he also he had her convinced that he was a former CIA agent Mm. and a Marine. Right. Mm -hmm. How weird would this be, though? And it's on campus. Like, I love my dad to death, but I don't think I would want him when I was 20 years old to move in with me on my college campus with seven of my friends. I was literally a trash whore at that age like my dad would be so disgusted with me not to mention he was a little hateful like I do not think he would have been like yeah this is what I want to do but if if you were going to explain what Larry oh god what Larry Ray looked like he I don't know if like bar if Homer Simpson was a person oh my god right Mm mm-hmm but I like Homer way more. But yeah, what's the or what's the one guy that was always high and he was fat and he was the one drinking beer and had like a goatee? I don't know. Maybe he looks like that guy too. <laughs> Google him, guys. He's ugly, so oh, it makes yeah. no sense. Even if he was charming, he's hot. People get away still with more. gross. Yeah, like as if you're one like, should. My dad's gonna come live here and he used to be a marine. And then Channing Tatum or Jason Momoa walks in, I'd be like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. I right? guess he can stay. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then I just steal all his bathroom towels. Just walk walk to their <laughs> naked. Oh, I was like, what? Why, Why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, so that he can't use it. I get it. Give him just hand towels in there. <laughs> I like walk to their room. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I was real confused. I'm like, what do, what do you do I could literally stuff? sense her confusion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so her friends were like, it's temporary, so it's fine. And then he gets there. He brings an air mattress in Talia's room, and then he just makes himself at home. He starts doing all the cooking, like steaks and shit. He cleans too, so it's like a college kid's dream. That no more ramen, like dorm dads here. He's buying them steaks and shit. So of course they're like, ooh, right. They start having movie nights and telling him that he like tell him all his CIA and Marine stories. So they start to see him as like a father figure and a fixture around the townhouse. They start coming to him with problems and advice. Isabella breaks up with her boyfriend, and then she goes to Larry, who helps her through that. Mm-hmm. basically he's doing that love bomb thing which means quote to lavish with attention or affection especially in the order to influence or manipulate them so like he's throwing all this love at him about right up front and then he's using it to his advantage so it's a he, super thing he casually brings up a philosophy of his called quest for potential which doesn't that sound like some nexium bullshit yeah it still sounds like something I'd sign up for. <laughs> I would check my box. I mean, box. these kids are, you know, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. He said he can teach them mind control techniques that he learned when he worked for the CIA. Yeah. I'd be so sold. But he's ugly. <laughs> That's what would take it away from me. You mean like, I'm like, uh, I don't think the CIA, I've seen movies and the CIA does not hire gross looking people you don't like look you. look like James Bond. So sir. shaken, not stern, honey. <laughs> He told them stories about how he still controlled New York City politics, but some of the politicians didn't like him, so they tried to have him poisoned. And then I even put in here, think 19-year-old us and hearing all this, and we were like young and very impressionable, and it's their best friend's dad. So they already felt safe around him right? because of that. I also think, too, it's it, it, there's still this concept of an adult, right? At 19, you still do not feel like you're an adult. Right? No. I fucking barely do at 35. I still don't now. That's a, no. I call, like, housework chores. So, yeah, I don't. No. <laughs> she does. I do. She, she really does, I guys. Because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Larry starts having long, private talks with the students, and they confide their deep, dark secrets to him, and he calls it therapy. So, they they tell him things they don't feel like they can tell their parents. He convinced Claudia out of nowhere that she has schizophrenia. The kids go to smoke weed one day, and she's like, oh, I can't. I'm schizophrenic. And they're like, what? They've known her for a while, and she's just out of nowhere. Then Larry tells them all this to confirm it, and then he's tricking them into talking to him and using their words against him. Kind of like that Scientology stuff where they do their, like, they hold the cans and they do the interrogations. Yes. Sorry, I was like, (laughs) yes. This is all within a few months, keep in mind. So he worked pretty fast on that. So he whips out the quest for potential like two months in to his little air mattress es- escapade. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. He starts holding what he calls family dinners and house meetings where he's telling all them that they're all broken and he's the only one that can fix them. So like they walk in, and he's like, come to dinner and all creepy. And then he's like going to fix them. Then he starts having sex with Isabella. So she's 19 and he's like 50 and looks like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I need to look up Isabella. Yeah. And she's pretty. Right. I, I, sorry on. it's okay I'm, that was pretty much what just happened do you think he came into this situation with the intention of doing this or do you think it just happened he probably came for like with no plan and then was like oh opportunity or she'd been talking to him about all her friends because if he already had control of her mind then she's probably told him way more than what she should have about her friends and he probably saw opportunity because he's like predatory yeah, I feel like it was probably an opportunity. Yeah. And I was like, oh, y'all, little butterflies don't know what to do with yourselves. Mm-hmm. Let, let daddy tell you what to do. <laughs> right before holiday break 2010, Larry called Isabella's family and he says, hey, Isabella was sexually abused by a family friend. And if she comes home for the break, she's going to kill herself. Whoa. He tells her mom this. And then he goes on to tell her mom that her mom had failed her daughter and it was her fault and she had let it happen to her. Wow. So just this, this fucking stranger. Mm-hmm. I'd and be, then, oh my God, I would drive there. Yeah. And beat him in the face. The calls were on the documentary because he literally recorded everything. So Larry did it and it is bone chilling just hearing him talk to this woman he's never met about her daughter and say these things. And oh my gosh, I want to watch the documentary. It's so good and so disturbing, but man, it's good. What is it on again? My apologies. Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. Larry's friend lets him stay in a one-bedroom apartment rent-free on the Upper East Side of Manhattan for the for their quote-unquote winter break because they had to leave campus. He invites all the students to come spend winter break there with him. It's a one-bedroom apartment, right, in Manhattan. From what I've seen on the movie, because I've never been there, it's tiny. Yeah, they're very small. <laughs> yeah. So Isabella goes and she stays in the only bedroom with Larry because they're sleeping together. Talia, who is Isabella's best friend, so that still weirds me out a little bit. Talia and her boyfriend Santos, they sleep in the living room. I could not be best friends with anyone having sex with my dad. Right? That is my age. In the same or at all. <laughs> like, it, there's just, it's a lot. Oh my God, the fact that you're like one door over. I want to vomit. Yeah. I'm about to call my dad. And say what? Don't sleep with Heather? What are you going to call him? I'm going to call him and I'm just going to be like, hey, thanks for not being a creeper. Right? And he'll be like, I don't understand. Did you do something weird on your podcast? And I'd say yes. And I'd be like, you're weird. And I love you. Goodbye. (laughs) That's how that would go. Yeah. He runs the house like super controlling parents. So when he tells them when they eat, when they sleep, even what they do and when. He talks Santos into stop taking his antipsychotic medication. Mm. And then he breaks up with Talia. Also Larry's persuasion. So like he gets his daughter's boyfriend to break up with her. (gasps) Isabella is really pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. After the winter break, they all move back to the campus townhouse, including Larry. So they all go back. Larry comes back still. Supposed to be temporary. He's been there for months. Their world starts to revolve around him and all their parents are like, um, why is Larry still there? Like they're like the kids are starting to talk to their parents about it. And now he's like, yeah, they're like, they're like why is he still? Why? That doesn't make sense. This feels weird and I don't care for it. Claudia's parents call the dean of Sarah Lawrence and he acknowledged that he had heard that but parents have a right to visit their children so he can't do anything about it okay they should have done something that's bullshit that is that's extreme not bullshit. a visit yeah <laughs> that's not a visit he returned like no he moved in and lived there and received his mail at that address right yeah the spring semester 2011 finishes and larry moves back to the manhattan apartment and talia isabella claudia and santos come with them Their other roommate, Daniel, had just gotten out of a serious relationship with a girl, and now he was kind of questioning his sexuality. So Larry takes him for coffee. He's like, come talk to me. They do the quote-unquote therapy. He talked to him for six hours, and at the end of it, he moved into the apartment, too. So he could do the sex, too? After this, because Larry's like, oh, he's like, you're attracted to men? And he's like, I don't think so. And he's like, oh, you're not gay. Then why did he question his sexuality? That's what he's, I don't know. That's what he said on the documentary. So I don't Hmm. know. I don't know. Well, now that it became a documentary, he probably is like, let me whistle a different tune. (laughs) And after this happens, like Daniel comes in, then he goes off the rails even more. He removed the doorknobs from the bathroom. Like he didn't want them to have any privacy. And then half of like most of them are sleeping in the living room anyway. So they had no privacy. His therapy sessions start to become interrogations and then it gets even weirder. So Claudia and Daniel leave and they go abroad for a summer. And Santos is like, oh, there's two extra spots in here. These are my sister's. Oh, my gosh. 
So. Why does he think there's two extra spots when well, it's like, a fucking one bedroom? Yeah, well, quote unquote spotlight. I know, like, I know, but like, I'm like, come here and visit. They're not here. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and they you can see pictures of it, and there's like tiny air mattresses. It looks like a big ass sleepover, like in the yeah. yeah. So 23 year old Yalitza is a Columbia undergrad student, not like going to community college or anything. They're all like smart. And 29 year old Felicia went to Harvard on a full ride, and she had just finished wow. med school at Columbia. So on her way to be a doctor. Felicia moved to LA to start her residency and Larry starts calling her like after she leaves. She said she immediately fell in love with him. Mm -hmm. They were both smart. He mind fucked her just like he did everybody else and she's super smart so she could have intelligent conversations she thought with him. So she said yeah. So he starts calling her and I still don't understand the fell for him immediately but she sure did say it on the documentary. They start dating long distance and they do super fast the I love you's and the you're going to be my wife one day thing. Even, wait, even though he was banging... She doesn't know that part. Of course. She didn't figure that. Like, she didn't put two and two together. Like, no. <laughs> he does that shit with her. He convinces her that people are after her and trying to hurt her. These Com- people are actually all really attractive, too. Yeah, I know. <sighs> You've yep. got to be better, guys. Meanwhile, he starts abusing the group using sleep deprivation tactics, sexual humiliation. That's hard to say. Psychological humiliation, physical violence, and literally everything you could think of. For some reason, he records everything. And you, like, the documentary's bananas. I cannot stress that enough. Like, yeah, I saw one mentally, video and was like, what the fuck? You got to mentally prep. And his voice is creepy because there's a lot of voice recordings. And you could see him talking to it. It's a lot. He's also convincing them that their families are all bad people. So he starts to, you know, do the culty thing and isolate them like textbook cult shit. Right. He starts making them confess to stuff they didn't even do during the interrogations. Like he talks them into doing it. He says, oh, you broke my stuff or you damaged the apartment and you've hurt me personally by doing blah, blah, whatever. Weirdo. He makes them keep a notebook and write it all down of the stuff that they've allegedly done. In In 2012, Felicia quits her residency Two weeks before she took the final test to be a doctor. Oh, my gosh. And she moved to Manhattan with him, to be with him. She still... She can just wait two weeks to take the test. She thought she was 120% convinced that people were out to get her and following her and trying to kill her because of him over the phone. Like, yeah. So easy to say and like... I don't, I don't know. know. That would that would freak me the fuck out. Yeah. And like, when you're like an attractive person and people are just organically looking at you... She's probably thinking people are staring at her and noticing the same faces or some crazy shit. She got super paranoid. He put a little ninja in her brain and then ran with it. And he talked to her all the time. So Felicia (sighs) gets to Manhattan thinking, oh, I'm Larry's girlfriend, right? She gets there, figures out Isabella's sleeping with him naked every night. And she's like, wait, what? And then Larry gaslit her and he's like, aren't you a strong progressive woman? (gasps) This isn't a big deal. Even though he asked her to sleep in bed with him naked also, and Isabella sleeps naked, holds his dick with her leg over him all night. And he said, well, you're a progressive woman, so it's not a big deal. Why do you think it's a big deal? I can't. I, that there's another woman sleeping naked holding his dick. In the same bed. Obviously. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would have turned around. So he's literally now just seeing how far he can go. Oh, obviously. Yeah. And somehow he gets Felicia, it escalates real quick, to start fucking strangers, literally sleeping with them in public areas while he watched. So she went from being a doctor to this. So was she doing this for money? And what do you mean? Like she would. Okay. It's okay. mm, No, I've got questions mm. for Valen. He was trying to coerce her into sex work so he could get the money. So he was trying to push her into that. She was so bad off mentally. The videos of her were disturbing as fuck. And she tried to take her own life. I would too. Yeah. Like then Larry accuses Daniel of intentionally sabotaging Talia, his daughter's application to law school. Because that's a thing. Yeah. Do you want to know the punishment for this? No. You won't. He does a super extreme interrogation. He makes a noose out of aluminum foil and plastic wrap (laughs) and puts it around Daniel's dick. Every time he doesn't like the answer, he tightens it. It's aluminum foil. Huh? It's just aluminum foil. And saran wrap noose that's I'm, being squeezed around your penis? Well, deal. You're, you let somebody put something around your penis. He didn't hold you down. But I mean, he's... I don't care. We're not I'm sorry. I'm not victim shaming, like, but man. come the fuck on, people. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe, but being in that environment, you don't know. I mean, who knows? 
So he continues physically abusing them and tells everyone about Daniel, think, like saying, oh, he thinks he might be gay. And he makes him wear a dress to go get the mail and makes everybody laugh at him while he's oh like trying God. to humiliate him. Shortly after this dick noose, he starts making them fuck each other while he watches. Larry takes. Where's his daughter? She's still there. Oh, my God. Larry takes pictures of them and records it, both audio and video, for blackmail. Okay. I'm going to have to stop talking because it's hard to not yeah. victim shame or something. 2013, Daniel... Goes I just don't see how you even stumbled into this. Like, here's my thing. It's like, I, I honestly... Because an adult had a deep conversation with you. That's what it is. He, and he made you a steak. I'm gonna, like, yeah, I'm going to say it later, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now. Like, he was evaluated psychologically before for court. And the doctor said he has the ability to manipulate, like, and this is a very veteran doctor, like anyone he has ever seen before in his entire life. And he couldn't even make a professional diagnosis on him because he was that manipulative. Oh, my god! Like, this guy is like, they, they said they'd never seen anything like so it. So maybe he should have been working for the CIA. I mean, maybe. In 2013, Daniel went back to Sarah Lawrence for his senior semester. And he's over all that shit, obviously. But he's terrified, so he doesn't know who he can trust, who's still in it, who's not. Because a few of the people fell out. Like, they were like, y'all are fucking, no, I'm not doing this. They escaped mm-hmm. before it got too deep. Larry starts throwing money around, buying them all expensive dinners, presents, and that sort of thing. This is the same time he gets Talia and Isabella to start participating in the interrogation sessions. So, like, making him his little... Lieutenants. Little, it's weird that you said that, because that's what she was calling court. Oh, you I saw know. her. Oh, you cheated. <laughs> I did cheat. And remember those notebooks and the accusations about all the damages? He starts extorting money from the students and totaling these infractions with like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Being like, well, you broke the shelf. You owe me two grand. Like, and oh my gosh. It all adds up. And they're all college students. So they all go to their parents and their friends and ask for money. They open lines of credit. They pawn stuff. He threatens to go to the police or dismember them if they don't give it to him. Oh, police or murder. Okay. Right? Santos threatened to kill himself if his parents didn't give him the cash. And his dad was like, no. And he tries to go to the apartment, but Larry blocks him and won't let him in. So instead, Santos robbed his parents' family business of $100,000. And they had to sell their house to cover the costs of him taking all that money. Oh, my goodness. This This makes me so mad. Oh, yeah. His parents went to the NYPD three times. But every time the cops said, well, they're 20 and they're adults. So they're acting on their own free will and we can't do anything right larry starts accusing all the kids i could say kids but you know all the students of poisoning him and they get interrogated on videotape and they're abused if they don't admit it one of them he was like he had a clamp on their tongue and he was like yanking it and so it's it's wild he keeps taunting santos and encouraging him after he made him stop taking his depression medication to jump out of the window oh my gosh spring of 2013 Daniel, Talia, and Isabella, they all graduate from Sarah Lawrence. Santos dropped out so he could spend all his time with Larry. He didn't even graduate. May of 2013, Larry takes Claudia, Isabella, Santos, and Yulitza to Pinehurst, North Carolina because his stepfather owns a property down there. Larry wanted to renovate this. He forces them to work their dicks off for crazy hours with no pay, of course. Makes them sleep outside. What? Puts a lock on the fridge. And then he starts his bullshit with the, you broke my stuff, you did bad work. Why is that so, what a weirdo. Yeah. And then he threatens him more, of course. Yeah. yeah. They were there until December of that year. So May until December. And then they went back to the New York apartment. But Talia stayed somehow. Like he allowed her to stay down there with family instead. Hmm. Claudia lost 40 pounds during all this. And she was, they were breaking down mentally and physically. Like they showed pictures and stuff. Seven months of extreme torture pulled away from their families. I'm sure. Yeah. Claudia graduated in December of 2013. And she banned her parents from coming to the graduation but larry was there she told her parents absolutely not oh my she gosh her poor family after parents. this and she started working part-time at a data analytics firm she sort kind of like let her parents back in a little bit she'd go visit every now and then but she mainly was with larry and then daniel one day he's just you know he was the one that was like this is fucking weird he comes across a website that was listed out the characteristics of a cult. And he was like, oh, my God, I was in a cult. Like, it never clicked until that moment. Wow. Yeah. 2014, Larry does all that whole, you broke my shit stuff again, in Nor- but in North Carolina. So to pay them back, she has to become a sex worker. So Claudia, he's like, uh, you owe me all this money. So you have to go be a sex worker per his orders. I'm nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah, it is not happening. Isabella is talked into being her pimp. 
So she arranges all of her appointments and they are two grand an hour, by the way. Could you imagine if some guy was just like, Heather, you're Brooklyn's pimp from now on. Coordinate her getting fucked by strangers. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? So weird. Oh, get this. It gets worse. It gets worse. And I'm oh. laughing because it's just, we're outside looking in. And, I just and she also just like head banged her head on the microphone. Let's also mention that there yes. was a whoopsie. <laughs> so Claudia... Claudia is forced to record all of her appointments as proof for this douchebag, oh, and then he uses it as blackmail. So I know you're going to be shocked, but he kept all her money. Oh, mm-hmm, right? I wasn't expecting that. Right, I know. In 2014, Claudia, she attempted suicide, and then she got rushed to the hospital. Her parents, and at this point, her parents had moved to New York City to try to be closer to her, like to keep her in her life because they didn't want to put get her to push them away more. They rush to the hospital to see her. Claudia will not see them and she will only talk to Larry. Like the whole reason why she tried to kill herself and she won't see her parents. What the fuck? This keeps going on and on and I'm leaving out a lot of details by the way. Yeah. yeah. Which I am appreciative because I want to number one, watch the yeah. documentary but I also want to punch someone in the face. Yeah. All this shit keeps going on through 2015. So the sex trafficking, the humiliation, shit like the abuse the videos and the recordings of the documentary like it haunted me like for real at this point he has the power to literally make them do whatever he wants santos is somehow like i need to get out of here so one day he just leaves and then he has to go to a homeless shelter because he has nowhere to go he cut everybody off good for him yeah shortly after this you know what i mean for anyone that's like good for him uh, (laughs) eat my dick i'm talking about good for him for leaving he ran out yeah yeah after this, Larry's friend kicks him out because he realizes he has all these kids living with him. And he made so many unauthorized changes to his apartment that he lived in rent free, by the way. And he was like, this is weird. Like, you're doing weird shit. I don't know why. And I couldn't figure out why it took his friend so long to figure that out. Like, did he never stop by and be like, just checking on my free place you're living in? Yeah. And I couldn't find anything. But like, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a long time. Yeah. Years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So how does Larry Whoa. respond whenever he's like, sound. sorry, it's okay. Whenever Larry, Larry responds by counter suing him who let him live rent free. And he did all this shit to his house with all this. Of course he did. Cause he's a fucking yeah. narcissistic psychopath. So he countersued him with Felicia, Isabella and Talia as co-plaintiffs on the lawsuit. So mm. he, I just can't get over that. He did that. He's like, hey, you need to leave. That's what we can't get over? I can't get over any of it. It doesn't surprise. At that point, it's like, oh, you're a narcissist. You have extreme issues. And you're like, oh, it's still not my fault. Nothing's his fault. Yeah, no. And I don't, fuck that. I don't know. You could not talk me into having sex with people for money. You can't just talk me into that. No. You can't tell me I need to do that to pay you for things I didn't do. No. It's not happening. I'll just Venmo request you. I will just leave you. I will leave. The, the amount of grooming and all that stuff like it's hard that it's hard yeah. to outside looking in to even look at this whole thing yeah. you're like what yeah and that's why you said in the very beginning that you weren't victim shaming because it's like I'm how not. do you not how do you how do you not get mad at all of this because it's so extreme and there's so much brutality in it it's not yeah. like some of the other sex cults that we've talked about like Nexium and stuff where yeah. there was a little bit of branding you took a little bit of money and maybe you had sex with a guy that seemed to have like a god complex but it wasn't yeah. Nothing you, like this. It was nothing like I've that. I've never heard a story like this. Yeah. I mean, like, no. No. So Larry had met a guy in prison who owned a house in New Jersey. So he let him and Felicia and Isabella move into that. Talia's still down in North Carolina with family. 2017. This is so, this is years. Claudia's parents are still fighting for her and they go to the cops again. They say, hey, she's an adult. We can't do anything. But to shut her parents up, they went and did it. They're like, fine, we'll go do a wellness check. Please shut up. We'll go do it. They concluded, yeah, she's an adult, so she's not being forced to do anything. How heartbreaking to hear that is. Uh, that's why you have to get those cult, what are they called? I don't know what they're called, but cult exiters or something. Like, they're specifically people. Oh, yeah. what is it called? I can't think of what it's called. But People are going to text us fuck, this because I'm going to just Google yeah, it because Google it, it's going to be crazy. Time, the word I was looking for and was then I like, get fucking Thursday at 7 a.m. and you're getting text messages. The word is da-da-da. That's, that's what I got. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, I appreciate now. it. Help my grammar. It's okay. Cut to October 16, 2018. Larry decided that Claudia needed to be punished because she got too friendly with a client that he is forcing her to sleep with. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Isabella records this on film. So he makes Claudia. Oh, God, I hate this part. He makes Claudia take off all her clothes. He ties her to a chair. He puts a leash around her neck and mm. begins choking her 
Then he puts a plastic bag over her head. He almost suffocates her over and over and over. And then he cuts her hair off. This is for eight hours. Oh my gosh. This is for eight because he was jealous because that she looked like she may close. have enjoyed sex too much with a sh- with one of her clients. Uh, yeah. It's called deprogrammers. That's it. Yep. But isn't that fucking... Okay. Yeah, it is fucking Next insane. day, her old boss, Claudia's old boss, helps her run away and she finally got to go back to her parents because she finally was finally. like, no. Larry had sex trafficked her for four years. Now keep this in mind. Four years, three to five clients per day Every single day. So he made $2.5 million off of her. $2.5 million. Right? And he okay, now it. you can talk me into sex trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Travis, don't get antsy. I'm a classy broad. But like... You did say weddings are expensive. I know. Right? <laughs> My goodness, though. Like... That's... Yeah. So... And he found ways to launder it, too. Which I still... I still don't know what that means. It means... All it is is it's... <clears throat> You invest it in like phony shit and make it. You run it through thing like it could be literally taking money and running it through the laundromat and getting quarters and now it's clean. You know what I'm saying? Like it's oh. it's you making sure, especially if you steal money or you know that it's drug money. The numbers on the bills they can tie that to drug or cult or terrorist things, and so huh. you have to like launder it through different companies and shit hoping that it uh, oh. gonna, you know but. what it makes me think of like those money machines what are they called the money booths where you go and try to grab yeah. the dollars fucking go for that do yeah. that anyway okay 2019 two reporters from new york magazine they hear about this from daniel and they're like what the fuck mm-hmm. daniel's like hey this is weird i think i was in a cult and they're like what and they start looking at it they found they found santos and they reached out to him to talk to him about this all this he calls larry to tell him, I don't know why still, and Larry sucked him right back in. He got him to drain, Santos to drain his bank accounts, and all the money he'd saved up after he escaped, he gave it right back to him. Why? Oh my, I'm getting so mad. Yeah. I'm getting so mad. It's making my stomach ache. It's, yeah. It could have also been the ring pop I ate, but. Felicia and Isabella, who are still living with him in New Jersey, they get visits from both of their parents, and they refuse to leave because they're still devoted and brainwashed. They're like, no, go away. February 2020. This is so long. Oh, my gosh. So long. It was 10 years. That was 10 years. A 10-year cult. Yeah. Could you imagine having sex with that many people? Like, was she not terrified of getting all the things that happen when you have sex with that many people in a day? I, I, you I know assume what I mean? it would be a fear, but she was so... Like, Larry could have probably said, oh, you won't get anything. And she's probably like, okay. February 2020, Larry is finally arrested since those reporters published his story so all of his dirty laundry was aired he was charged in new york with extortion conspiracy sex trafficking forced labor racketeering violating the travel act four counts of tax evasion and money laundering and luckily he was denied bail i just want to say congratulations to the cops who did not do their fucking jobs and had journalists whose degrees are to literally write stories. Yeah. Do your job for you. And all they had, and not, the journalists were like, oh, this is weird. Let's dig into it. And they're like, oh, that really happened. Like, I wish we had more stories where we were like, and the cops did what the cops were paid to do. <laughs> that's never <laughs> well, what happens. Well, those are ones that like work out usually. So we don't really talk about the ones that are no. just pretty straight laced open and shut. I mean, the cops are involved because something bad happened there, Sister Max. So true. those aren't those aren't pretty storylines. Yeah, it just means pretty. a cop did their job. Yeah. An investigator investigated. That's true. Someone listened to a concerned parent and fucking did something about it. Yeah. Especially like Claudia's parents who went back four That's times. That's what I'm saying. And the, all the parents kept trying. And Claudia's yeah. parents for sure four times. In January 2021, Isabella was indicted as a co-conspirator because she wouldn't flip on Larry. They tried to talk to her and she wouldn't do it and prosecutors called her like you said larry's trusted lieutenant she was charged with extortion conspiracy sex trafficking conspiracy racketeering conspiracy money laundering and she was released on a hundred thousand dollar bail she originally pled not guilty in late february 2022 but in september she pled guilty to a single count of conspiracy to commit money laundering she said she knew what she was doing was against the law and she is 31 so she lost all that time 
After her sentencing, mm. she got 4.5 years in prison. She stood up to the court for the first time. She actually talked shit about him, finally, after all these years. She said, I badly hurt my friends, and I am ashamed, and I deeply regret it. And I and she was weeping the whole time. She said, I am truly sorry. I mean, what are you going to say? At least she said so that. So this was after she was, like, this was after the trial, and she got the time? Yeah. Because it took her getting in trouble to be like, oh, I did something wrong. Because before that, she was like, yeah, praise and Larry. He, yeah, he he had... I don't I don't he, believe that. He prayed on her. Like, they showed about, kind of about her Ten years. Here's what stuff. I have to say. You spent 10 years abusing people. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I will that you're not a victim when you spent 10 years hurting other people. Yeah. In the name yes. of someone else. Yeah. Like you're was... not a victim. You're a fucking At shitty be- human too. So um, March 10th of 2022 and keep on, I cannot get over how recent this was Yeah, too. Like it's not back in the like sex drugs and rock and roll. Like they were on tripping balls and on LSD and they were, some guy was like, Hey, come with me. And they're like, cool. Like these were like educated, very smart students. March 10th, 2022, Larry went to trial he pled not guilty. Of course he did. Like a little bitch. And of course, even his court case wasn't normal. He ended up having two seizures and the second one, he went to the hospital. So of course it couldn't just be like, Hey, let's just put this guy in jail. Right. Yeah. He never takes the stand at all in his own defense, which is probably good because listening to those recording, he sounds like a crazy wackadoodle dandy. No, it would not have helped. Felicia, Yalitza, Santos, and Claudia all testified him in court, though. So go them. Yay. Yes. Way to go. The judge actually during the trial found that Talia was a co-conspirator and called her out during the trial for everything she did. But before she went to North Carolina and stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then she got out of it before it got too bad. Yeah. You like if you think about it, she was essentially his first victim, like I said, like yeah. young teen. Yep. She was the like she 100%. Got the most mind fucked. Yeah. And then he figured out he could do that that well, even though he already did it because he was in the Air Force for 19 days and then went to Wall Street with no college degree and then talks his way. Like, how do you even. I don't know if that was in the 80s. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like we, we saw Catch Me If You Can. You can do it. it. Yeah. Oh, well, you can do it. <laughs> April 6, 2022, the jury deliberated for less than one day, and Larry, who was 63 at this time, was found guilty without parole on all 15 counts against him. September of that year, he got 60 years with no parole, so he's not getting out. Good. Yeah. Yay. The U.S. attorney said, and I quote, 12 years ago, Larry Ray moved into his daughter's dorm room at Sarah Lawrence College. When he got there, he met a group of friends who had their whole lives ahead of them. For the next decade, he used violence, threats, psychological abuse to try to control and destroy their lives. He exploited them. He terrorized them. He tortured them. Let me be very clear. Larry Ray is a predator, an evil man who did evil things. Today's verdict finally brings him to justice. This verdict not would not have been possible without the victims who testified in court. We are in awe of their bravery to face an incredible trauma. I left out a lot of stuff in the middle, like I said in the documentary, but it's a three-part series. So if you want to know the whole story, go watch it, but be mentally prepared when you do. So some of them, okay, the only one that went to jail was, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Not, not, it's Isabella, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she went, she got 4.5 years. She's in, or she, she gets out in a couple. And she was the pimp. Yes. Uh-huh. And his like, when he, she'd hold the video camera when he had the clamps oh, on the tongues and all that stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to do an update of the victims. Too. Yeah. Great. So, Thank you for doing that. Let's all give a little bravo to Heather for really <laughs> rounding out this story. Well, I don't want to highlight his. He's so psycho. Fuck him. I and hope like, he dies. I hope he's yeah. getting fucked in the butthole and he doesn't like it. And he does. I like that you <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're getting fucked in the ass and you love it, you get fucked in the ass. You no kink shame. I love that. It in your butthole. But I hope he doesn't like it. I hope he doesn't like it, and he's not enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I hope it makes him poop after or during. Nasty. I'll stop. Claudia Drury, she is still she is still reunited with her friends and family. She didn't. She chose not to participate in the documentary. Which one? Sorry, Claudia, the one who was pimped out i too would no longer be named claudia yeah and i would change my name i had to dig for her last name yeah i would change my name and i would not be doing anything and i would be yeah and i left out the part i think she got fucked the most oh that didn't mean that the way no (laughs) fucked over (laughs) that's what you meant that's what you meant yes i didn't mention it but in the documentary they 
they came across her website and they showed her website and he even Larry even made her email the dean saying she had done all these transgressions to him. It's real weird. Like send it out to the entire student body at Sarah oh Lawrence God. and all this weird stuff. But like she had a website, her escort website with her prices. Oh my and gosh. pictures of her that he took. And like she was on the internet. Ah, oh, Yeah. Poor thing. I know. Okay. So what happened with her? Sorry. Okay. Well, she wasn't in it. She's reunited with her family and they... They think she's doing well. They don't know. Like, okay. I'm obviously probably not mentally, but she's probably working hopefully, on it. Hopefully. I hope she is. I mean, when it was 2023 that the... 2022 when, was when he got sentenced. So not long. Yeah. 20, yeah. So, yeah like, so she's coping. Yeah. But she's with her family and her friends, yeah. they said, so that's good. In 2021, Daniel, the one that he thought or he was questioning his sexuality, mm-hmm. he published a memoir called Slonem Woods Nine about his time in Larry Land. They sometimes called it Larry Land. Oh, good. And I left out a part about that, too, that after he, I'm just, all these things are coming yeah, back. Yeah, of course. Daniel said that after he went and talked to Larry, he was like, I don't know. Da, da, da. And then Larry sent Isabella, who was supposed to be his quote unquote girlfriend that slept with him every night, she sent him out to fuck Daniel. And and then he started sitting in on the sessions, quote unquote, and saying, touch her here, do this, Ew. do that. Yeah. And then Daniel was like, why? And he just did it. He was like, I don't, I don't know. He said, I felt like she was sent to me. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. It's fucking. Yeah. Okay. So Santos. So he wrote a memoir. So he and hopefully memoir he's making some money. About that. Santos is living with his family. So he's, he's, and he started a new job, they said recently. So he's doing, but he's back on his feet, getting there. Yalitza, she graduated from columbia and she's pursuing a career in the arts felicia she's the one she's the older sister of santos that was going to be a doctor mm-hmm. she's working as a management consultant and she one day hopes to get back into the medical field so she's still got to work on trying to get back <clears throat> in response to them reaching out to sarah lawrence college because keep in mind yes fuck sarah lawrence college right? The psycho dad living in the dorms, they said in a quote, while after thorough investigation, the college uncovered no reports or complaints from 2010 that Ray was living or sleeping in his daughter's campus residence. The subsequent accounts of former students indicate that he was. So they're basically like, well, now looking back, we think there was, but there was no reports at the time. Even though the, so it was reported like, by all the parents. Saying it's kind of like happening. a bitch ass. It is. It's like, oh, you're making a documentary. Well, we acknowledge it now, but we did. There's no reports of it. All we can legally say is this. That's but just so you guys know, Sarah Lawrence College <laughs> is that this is literally known as a Sarah Lawrence College cult yeah. on Google. So you're fucked anyway. I mean, yeah, that was basically a politician's answer to yeah. be here on the bush. Talia said to be in North Carolina and still like we're with her family members and even though she was named in the trial by the judge no formal charges have been filed against her and she was not in the documentary at all isabella she was on the filming prior to larry's trial and she was on film like pro larry and then once his trial started and her trial started she she quit answering the producer's calls and stuff and then she finally like i said ended up speaking out against him once she was sentenced so like be- it sounds like she yeah. does not regret it and then gabe max and juliana they all got out and juliana was at the beginning and she was like i thought it was fucking weird and then everybody else was like we love larry and she's like no and, and so she, she just left early she, yeah so she was peaced out and then so there is a strong-minded individual who's like this is weird she didn't. i am going to backwards ashley simpson dance out of this fucking room yeah she she did because she so she there was, was someone like that's all I have to say like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to victim shame yeah. right but I really am over here angry yeah and there's a woman who saw it all and thought it was awkward and was the didn't seduce herself into the concept of yeah. group think where everyone else is around you and so she's just feels yeah. like she should believe it too and go with it she didn't do it and yeah. she left so she said I think it was her she said we were all high all the time and so you she said we started to question like is it weird or is it me and then she yeah. was like oh it's weird like she figured it out like this is something this is not right what is happening yeah like, she's like yeah at first it was all fun and then we're like she said she even went to one of the other girls and was like why is her dad still here yeah yeah so isabella's in jail until she like is. 2026 or mm-hmm. 20 she is 27 or 2028 she is yes and then felicia 
she was on there before the trial started because she was living with Isabella, right? And right. then she was on there and she was the, like an inch away from the camera, the documentary people saying, Larry didn't do this. You all are crazy. And she is dead ass set on he is innocent. Well, then she finally snapped the fuck out of it. Thank goodness. I don't know that she snapped the fuck out of it, Becky. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. But all of that feels like bullshit. We've seen it a million times in trials where until they get no, in Felicia, trouble. Felicia, who didn't. Oh, yeah. The sorry. One that was I'm the like, doctor. I know it's hard. But there's a million. There's girls and they're names. all like close to name. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one. She's the one that was going to be a doctor. Sorry. I'm it's like, okay. no, but I, I do not saying. believe Isabella. I don't believe her at all. No, I, I kind of don't either. I don't but either. Felicia was like in the face saying, oh, my God, like he didn't do this. And then, you know, she finally is like, I still think sometimes he's still create she said she calls it larry brain she's like i still get larry brain and she was going to be like a psychological doctor at that like so the fact she the fact that he got to her so bad she still can't believe it and it's like i can't believe that even happened so that is the fucked up story of the sex cult leader of sarah lawrence larry ray mm. <laughs> man yeah i don't even i got a hitch in my giddy up from that it's, it's very wild it's just fucking wild there's no other it's sad and it's fucking it's stupid. Crazy. It's stupid and dumb and stupid dumb. Yeah. It's just fucking pathetic. I know this. Like, I'm not trying to be hurt, like harsh or anything. And I hope all good things of like the survivors, quote mm-hmm. unquote, of yeah. it. But it's like you guys. It spiraled real quick. It did real quick. And that's the other part of it spiraling so quickly versus like a slow burn and a slow but like we say it spiraled quickly but it lasted 12 years. Yeah. Like so was it quick or what? Yeah. There were just too many oppor- they were too smart. They, they were, were just too smart. They were introverted. He used the group setting. He did all these mind and, the, and it's not even tricks. like he he made them feel bonded like the other women of like Nexium and stuff. Whereas like you felt like you were becoming like a part of a collective unit of like smart women. You were being turned against each other. You were getting weird. It started like that, though, because he knew they all had not issues, but quote unquote issues. And then he used their weaknesses. And then he would come there and be like, you're all broken. So they all thought they were broken, kind of like in the congregation, quote unquote, listening to him. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's really upsetting. It is very upsetting. It's upsetting and fuck. Yeah. Man. Motherfuckers. Well, he's going to die in jail. So fuck him. Hopefully, once more, he's getting fucked in, in the way. butthole. In a bad way. In the, and hopefully in his mouth. I hope his tonsils are getting banged up. How's them apples? How's them hurtful words to Mr. Larry Ray? That's what Brooklyn Maple says. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Fucker. What's the shirt you want to do? Fuck Marvin Gaye's dad. <laughs> that. And then I was just, I want one that says fuck murders. But Heather's like, I don't think people will wear shirts that say fuck. And I was like, well, we don't have to spell the whole word fuck out. We can put something under the U. <laughs> put a heart. Put a heart. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Man. <laughs> anyway. Well, let's talk about something fun. Like, hopefully our photos are going to be coming back here real soon from our photo shoot. Oh, my God. I forgot to mention at the beginning. Yay. We should yeah. very soon. Did we even talk about the photos? We talked about the photo shoot. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes. Oh, lot. perfect. Yes. So we do have some promo stuff going on. We do. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. For sure. Yeah. And, and I've heard some, I've talked to somebody who did a sneak peek. She said they look fucking awesome. And that's a quote. So thanks, Greg. And yes, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him either. And maybe, maybe guys, Heather's been trying to do this thing. Very cult like where she co- coerces me into doing things I don't want to do. Like prostitution. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> don't, don't say that. I, I just talked for an hour about the cult leader. And you're like, Heather's she's trying been to trying talk to talk me. I'm mind fucking her. So she's been trying to get me to sell photos of my feet. Oh, that I do want you to sell photos of I know. She feet. has been trying to do that. Um, anyway, no, but of doing a live, a live episode. Yes. Of <gasps> us doing this Here little couple Oscar, of sassholes. Here Kentucky. Yeah. It'd be for charity though. So we're going to we're going to figure it out. It's going to be for Gray. Yeah. Wonderful Gray Greer. Yeah, for her. Who we're all excited about our mission team. Which is a homeless shelter here in Owensboro. Yes. So anyway, Heather's been trying to talk me into that. Yes. And I, for anyone that does not know, I hate speaking in front of people. And yes, I understand that that might be trickery because I had a cooking show at one point in my life. I mean, you were on Lifetime. I can't, you say that. And I Cameras. understand me speaking Cameras. to you right now. I get that. But I love that you've been on national, nationally syndicated shows. And you're like, I can't do something in Owensboro, Kentucky, where we're going to know 50% of the people. I hate talking in front of yes. human beings but i love that you said you know what 
yes, I'll do it. Sure. Now get out of my office and don't make eye contact with me before I change my mind. Tell her right now. And I had to run out and text her like, well, I'm just trying to grow and you can't grow until you get uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm just stuck doing it because at this point I've been pushing it off. She's going to sit like she is right now with her arms just crossed all mad. All, all angry mad there. and angry. And, and I'm going to be like, this is my best friend. She's going to be like, hmm. <laughs> Welcome to our live. Like, and I'm like, I'm here. And like, I'm not ready. Heather made me do this. is so dumb. Or I'm like, Heather is the reason for the season. Because I got drunk. Oh, trying God. to be. I'm kidding. I'm not do that. <laughs> Like our first 10 episodes that we Right? <laughs> How we used to drink during it like it was smart. We could have like one beverage while we did it. Yeah. We used to like open the cans on the microphone and now I took a drink of Gatorade 45 minutes away from the microphone. <laughs> I know. I was chewing on my ring pop and had to like back up. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Jordy Bear, Mr. Producer Man doesn't yes. have to yell at Didn't me like for him. that. He won't. But I guess we'll keep you guys informed if it, that happens. Yes. And then if you live here in the tri-state area, please come on down to wherever it's going to end up being. We'll post about it. Because I'll be scared. Make direct eye contact with her. Don't fucking do I that. Don't, okay, I sing karaoke, but doing that's different. Like you and I can sit in this room because I literally felt like I was telling you the story of this that I just did. So sitting in front of people is going to be a little different. Indeed. That'll be fine. It will. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, rate, well, review, and subscribe. Yes, please. Well, I'm not saying please. Now I'm being rude. I'm being sassy. Just do <laughs> you it. You sassy little sasshole, you. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Yeah. Can't wait for our next episode to come out. Yeah. We have no idea what it's about, and it's going to be a fun time. Surprise. Hey. <laughs> hashtag wildcard. All right. Well, we love you. Yeah. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Theodore, can I put that guy?